Hello, everyone, and welcome to EHS on Tap. I'm your host, Justin Scase, Senior Editor of the EHS Daily Advisor and Safety Decisions Magazine. Now, there are a lot of exciting innovations popping up in the field of environment, health, and safety, and the technological revolution shows no signs of slowing down. So what does this interconnectedness of safety functions, what we might call the digital transformation of EHS, mean for you? Well, we have two guests today to talk to us a little more about what we call connected safety. Joe O'Brien, the founder of Corvex Connected Safety, and Tom Votel, the founder, president, and CEO of Ergodyne. Joe O'Brien is the principal director of Dixon Archibald Betchers, as well as the founder and chairman of Corvex Connected Safety, and he is an entrepreneur, inventor, investor, and executive with a few decades of experience in safety, healthcare, sports, and technology. He is the veteran of more than a dozen startups, and Corvex Connected Safety is his latest exciting project. Tom Votel has been, as he puts it, semi-insanely driven for over 35 years by the goal of making the workplace a better place. As president and CEO of Ergodyne, the makers of tenacious work gear, his deep commitment to safety has led to the development of a diverse, innovative line of smartly designed, high-quality solutions for frontline workers. So Joe and Tom, thank you so much for being with us today on EHS on Tap. Thanks for having us, Justin. Good to be here. Absolutely. So let's start off with the big picture. What do we mean when we talk about connected safety? What sorts of gear, software, data tools, etc., can be included in a connected safety system? Yeah, I guess uh, I'll, I'll start. You know, connected safety, um, I, I kind of look at it from a product perspective. Joe could kind of speak to the platform aspects of this, but... Uh, Connected, you know, uh, we're in the safety uh, products business, and our products today are inert. They, uh, you know, let's take a high vis vest. It just, uh, you know, reflects back light uh, or uh, is visible during the uh, during the daytime, so that uh, you know, worker doesn't get struck by a vehicle or equipment, etc. Um, the idea, from my point of view, anyway, in terms of connecting that, is taking that inert. Uh, product and uh, adding a brain to it, adding intelligence to it so that it can provide, they can gather information, they can share that information, etc. Um, and, uh, and then when you add that to connecting up to a platform, which is where Joe's technology comes in, then I think there's all kinds of interesting things that happen, you know, from, from a product to the platform perspective. Um, but at least vis a be our conversation today, that's kind of kind of what I'm thinking. Yeah, I, I agree with that, Tom. I, I mean, for us, uh, it's it's really all about the worker. You know, we talked a lot mm-hmm. days about uh, the Internet of Things, about uh, Industry 4.0, connected devices, mm-hmm. connected equipment. Um, from a connected safety perspective, what well, what our target is. Uh, our, our target is to connect the worker to the information and the equipment that uh, that can help keep them safe. So the the you know, your question asked about gear and software and technology, all that exists. All of all of that is part of connected safety. But it's really about the mm-hmm. experience of really useful, meaningful, real time information between uh, workers and uh, managers to, to try to make the make the workplace a safer place. 
Okay. So now, when it comes to connected safety, do EHS managers have to pick a single vendor or system, or can various products from different providers work together to build a more a more open, custom-made program? Um, well, I'd say that, uh, and again, Joe has a lot of uh, a great point of view on this, but I'll I'll speak from kind of outside the Corvax perspective. One of the reasons why we partner with Corvax okay. is because it's an open platform, uh, and mm. we think that's. Uh, smart on several levels, which Joe's smarter than me on that. He can expand on that a little bit uh, more from a technical perspective. But as opposed to a closed system, there's companies out there that already have closed systems, and that's fine. Uh, you know, they, they work and do good things. The tricky thing is when you get to a job site or a work environment, um, you know, those EHS uh, safety pros <coughs> don't always buy all of their products from one supplier. Um, and so mm -hmm. it makes it very difficult, maybe even untenable to use one platform that's closed for uh, connecting all of those gadgets unless they're gonna be kind of a pure play with one supplier. Um, and so again, the reason why Corvex was particularly attracted to us, or attractive to us is that it's an open system and allows for um, diversity of product to be uh, hooked up to it and allows a lot of flexibility mm -hmm. from a development perspective. Uh, so it's, it's a richer environment from, from uh, that perspective. Joe, you can fill in the technical details, but at least I think that's... Yeah, I, I agree 100%. I mean, uh, but to, to reiterate what Tom said, I would bet that not very many of your listeners buy single brand PPE from head to toe right? or necessarily yeah. follow identical approaches or processes. So our, our, uh, our approach the, the Corvex approach is to make it all about the worker and to, uh, mm -hmm. to deliver an open, uh, you know, quality controlled, uh, but open platform mm -hmm. that allows <clears throat> multiple partners to, um, to deliver very exciting smart solutions uh, over the Corvex over the Corvex platform, and we think that's the winning approach. Okay, uh, with a more open platform, however, aren't there uh, any cybersecurity concerns? How should EHS managers address that, or if they have to? No, I, you know, I, by open platform, what we mean is it's it's a platform that's not controlled by a single um, brand of PPE. Ah, okay. What we don't mean by open is that it's just, you know, wide open to the world. So this is a, the Corvex platform is a cloud-based solution. Mm -hmm. uh, each customer has their own incidents, that's uh, own incidents of the software that's, that's uh, fully secure. The data is uh, protected and it just, uh, the, the open nature of the platform doesn't create a security issue. Oh, okay, great. So some EHS departments may be viewed, unfortunately, as a cost center, and new technology may sound expensive. So how can EHS pros make the case for investment in connected safety? Well, for me, uh, it's, it's really all about efficiency. You know, our target is to, to drive mm -hmm. not only improved safety, but to do so using technology to do so much more efficiently. 
know, I mean, over the years, we've as as an industry, you know, we we've continued to spend more and more on safety each year, and the results have plateaued. I mean, the numbers from 2017 show an increase in workplace injuries. Mm. So there's a disconnect somewhere, and you know, we strongly believe by connecting the worker, you know, safety happens at the worker at the worker level, and we believe by connecting the worker, we can not only improve safety, but we can do so much more efficiently. So, so I don't necessarily agree that safety is, and I certainly don't agree that it should be considered a cost center, uh-huh. but, uh, but using technology, we can improve that situation. Safety is tightly linked to quality. Worker engagement is tightly linked to quality and efficiency. Right. By, by, by doing it better, you know, we improve the business overall. I don't know, Tom, how you feel about that. Yeah, I agree. Um, uh, I'd, I'd also uh, bolster the comment that, you know, it's not my experience. Uh, I've been doing this uh, um, like Joe for a long, long time. Not my experience that um, safety professionals or most companies today really view as they might have a couple of decades ago. Might, might have viewed safety as sort of a necessary evil or a cost. I actually think uh, it's becoming a competitive advantage. Oh, okay. I think workers are seeking out uh, uh, places of employment that are have really strong safety records. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, in a tight economy, from an employment perspective, like we have, you know, the worker has options. Uh, that's very contemporaneous, but I do think there's a sustained megatrend where employers just don't see this as something they have to do. They really see it, like Joe said, it's, it's part of their culture. It's it's a, a real positive uh, a part of their culture. I do, however, I not however, I, I agree as well with the, what Joe said, which is I think there's a there's a frustration out there that uh, the spend is not uh, is no longer yielding the results uh, that it had been for for decades. Mm. In fact, some some trends are are reversing. Um, I don't think that's a significant issue. It might just be due to you know, uh, explosive construction, uh, you know, uh, new, new workers coming into those environments who are inexperienced, et cetera. But that's all the more reason and all, all, all the better argument for this kind of connectivity that we're discussing. Um, I think there's a yearning on the part of uh, safety professionals for this kind of technology. Uh, before we even got involved with, with Joe and Corvax, we had, we had our some very big blue chip and, and also some small customers asking us if, if this was going to be an area that we were going to be investing in. We, we planned on doing it. Uh, we just needed to find the right partner. But um, but from our perspective, you know, this is just the next logical step in in uh, in what's been a pretty traditional hidebound approach, uh, mostly PPE centric approach to uh, solving safety problems. So, of course, once you have the uh, the investment in connected safety. Next, you have to convince workers to buy into the system. Like, for instance, PPE compliance can be a little bit tricky as it is. So how can you get workers on board with wearables in a connected safety system, especially the more skeptical workers? You get them on board by making it theirs. I mean, when we began to develop this platform, uh, we, we laid out three pillars, if you will, or three bits of philosophy that really guided our development. Mm-hmm. One, uh, it had to be easy to use. Two, it had to improve productivity. And three, the workers needed to own it. Again, you know, I, 
I, I have a really strong opinion that safety happens at the worker level. And some of the challenges that we see in safety aren't related to the workers being unwilling to uh, deal with change or adopt mm-hmm. these technologies. They have to do with the fact that the programs are top-down, management-driven programs and that the workers don't own their safety. We know that engaged workers are safe workers. Right. You know, workers who, workers who um, watch out for themselves and their coworkers and who feel like they can make an impact are safe to, safer workers. And, you know, I, I've been all around and I've not met too many workers who don't want to be engaged. You know, we just need to provide the tools and the programs that, that make them feel like it's theirs. And, and that, that's really driven what we do. The deployments that we do have out there, you should see the excitement levels that, uh, that develop when, when workers get this, this tool into their hands. They really, mm. they really mobilize around it and participate. They feel like they own it, and it's really something special. That's great. What I'd say to that, and maybe where you were going with that question, Justin, and, and I'm, I'm sh- sure Joe will agree, I think where the conversation and the experience goes is what Joe said. But there sometimes is a, an initial false perception of, you know, Big Brother or some of these sorts of concerns. And I think they dissipate uh, really quickly once people realize what, what's really happening here. You know, people mm. just purely being sort of tracked that that's, that's really not, that's not what's going on. I mean, there, there is tracking, there are those aspects of that, but, but there are many other, you know, aspects that are very, most of them are very pro-worker and pro-engagement and very positive. So I think once there's greater understanding of that, there's, there's less concern about a, a false perception of, of big brother or, you know, um, somebody, you know, big brother monitoring, monitoring people in some sort of, you know, nefarious way. Yeah, I agree 100%. I mean, our, our mantra, Justin, is worker-powered. And, mm-hmm. you know, once once uh, the workers get this tool into their hands, they, they really see and feel that. And whatever, you know, mistrust there might be there at the outset, if there is any, it dissipates really quickly. Hmm. So would you guys say, it, is connected safety better suited to some industries than others? Well, I, I don't think so. I mean, this is still early days here, and Joe can speak to this, mm-hmm. doing a lot of the, the uh, you know, installs of the system. But, you know, ultimately, I think that the you're talking about uh, relatively straightforward, simple beacons. You're talking about a protocol that's uh, very stable, well-established. So I don't think it's really tricky. There are, you know, uh, an onshore or offshore, rather, oil rig, uh, and a very complex construction environment certainly present interesting challenges uh, that, that are, are a little more sophisticated and tricky than, mm-hmm. you know, a traditional factory floor, which has, you know, nice, has walls that are handy and ceilings that are handy. But I think, um, I think those are all surmountable uh, issues with the technology as presented. Yeah, I agree. The, the, the values there across industries, um, the deployment models, uh, the way the value propositions are are defined, a little different industry to industry, but generally speaking at a high level, you know, connected safety, connected workforce, engaged workers uh, around safety are a benefit no matter what the industry. Well, that's great. So 
could you describe a few scenarios? Hypothetical is okay, but it would be great if you could share some real-world ones as well where connected safety really came to the rescue or otherwise demonstrated its effectiveness in the field? Sure, I'll give you, uh, I'll give you one real-world example from a deployment that, uh, All right. that we have. Uh, our, our platform allows the worker to very simply and quickly identify a hazard, take a picture of it, uh, rate the likelihood of injury and the severity of a potential injury, make some comments and submit that, roll that up to the cloud to a group of people, coworkers, supervisors, et cetera, for remediation or elimination. Uh, we had, a, we had a, a customer recently who, a worker took a picture of some equipment uh, product, but uh, this particular customer manufactures equipment. Uh, mm -hmm. So equipment palletized in the middle of an aisle in the factory that was leaning over a bit. Mm. And the worker saw it as a safety hazard, took the picture, submitted it. And uh, not only did the safety manager come back and say, hey, this is a hazard, you know, we, we need to deal with this before it tips over, but it also engaged the quality manager who, who realized that the way that they were stacking these things was what was causing scratches on the, the housings of this equipment. And their lean uh, practitioner, uh, who kind of chimed in and said that stuff shouldn't be there in the first place, you know, mm -hmm. to our process. So um, real world, you know, we start to link uh, in real time, you know, safety to the other parts of the operation, efficiencies, quality, um, worker engagement. The worker saw how his contribution impacted the business, right? Yeah. Uh, became even more motivated uh, to participate and engage. So we're seeing this type of thing happen, you know, across the board in all of our deployments, from manufacturing to uh, to construction deployments, and in other areas where where there's just there's just a lot of value in connecting the worker and sharing that information. Excellent. So speaking of value. Um how about in the office or the boardroom, the C-suite, if you will? How has connected safety made an impact there? And why might they be particularly interested in this technology? Uh, you know, this is an enterprise-based platform. That doesn't always have to mean, you know, Fortune 500 company, uh, because we've been talking to plenty of, of uh, mid-sized companies who, who are very passionate about this. But, but I, I think the point really is when you... You know, if you have a company where safety is part of their culture um, and they, they, they're, they're very focused on, on these issues, on KPIs related to safety, et cetera, they report on them, um, discuss them all the time, they're going to be very interested in this technology. And mm -hmm. lots of companies are looking at all kinds of digital transformations, you know, um, the right. automation of the manufacturing setting, the automation of of distribution and and uh, you know the production floor in general. So there's a lot of I think intelligence uh, about this. Um, but until recently, until really now, um, we weren't talking about this kind of automation. You know, when it comes to the issue of safety. So I think there's a lot of intrigue about this. Uh, but because the other processes that uh, folks at that level are looking at, um, they get it. That's one of the the 
positive things about them. They're already, they understand uh, the efficiency and, and advantages of having uh, that kind of real-time data um, addressing root cause issues immediately and, and systemically and sustainably is something that, you know, um, people at the C-suite are, are all uh, very uh, committed to and interested in. So Joe um, mm. can maybe jump in on from his perspective on that because he's talking to a lot of them with regard to this as well. But that's kind of how I saw that question. Now, for me, for me, Tom, I mean, in the C-suite, it's, I mean, of course, you have the human aspect of safety, but really it's about risk. Huh? It's about managing um, managing financial risk. It's about managing brand risk. And mm-hmm. safety, uh, safety really impacts these things. So by employing technology, by connecting the worker, um, by collecting data and driving a shift from incident-based approaches to safety to risk-based approaches to safety, from lagging indicators to leading indicators, mm. from reactive uh, reactive activity uh, to proactive, uh, predictive activities. Mm. What, what we do is we give uh, we give leaders, you know, the ability and the transparency to see risk in their organizations. Mm-hmm. By by connecting them to the workforce and collecting data and displaying it in real time, mm-hmm. so it, it's a tool. Uh, you know, we, you hear a lot about digital transformation, about Industry 4.0. Yep. Uh, you know, I mean, I can't tell you how many times I've heard there aren't going to be any workers in the future. You know? <laughs> you know, I think that's ridiculous. Yeah, uh, I do. And by but work is going to be different. Mm-hmm. Work will be, be different, different certainly, but by by connecting the individuals in, or, in an organization from the worker level, whatever the work is that they're doing in the future, to the leadership level, and creating a transparency and a, a, a communication, I think we, we put the C-suite in a much better position to, uh, to evaluate and manage risk of all kinds. They understand more prehab and less rehab. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> That's great. So... Beyond just safety, how can this sort of technology affect the other parts of EHS? Can these solutions also have a positive impact on environmental compliance and employee health? Sure, sure. I mean, uh, you know, and I'm glad you asked that question. We're, we're extremely excited to be partnering with, with companies like er- Ergodyne, mm-hmm. who, 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 who are just experts in the space. You know, they know their business they know the business of safety and health mm-hmm. and what we expect to see in the future are really exciting solutions um, to specific problems uh, and challenges developed by our partners like Ergodon and delivered over over the platform you know our platform you know tom tom can maybe speak to how he sees that evolving what we've tried to do is create uh sort of create a highway, <laughs> if you will, that mm-hmm. some really exciting, interesting solutions can be built to run on. Mm. Um, and I think we're going to, you know, we'll leave the, the specific problem solving up to our partners like Tom. Tom, what do you think about that? Yeah, so I think um, the Corvex platform specifically addressing issues like site awareness, hazard elimination, safety communications and worker engagement, those things are all very, very important. What 
we're excited about is, and, and, and Joe's kind of teeing up here, which is kind of your, your next question is, you know, where the smart PPE aspect that we're particularly excited about uh, fits in here. And I think when you, when you think about that aspect, uh, there's all kinds of exciting bolt-ons uh, to the Corvex platform uh, that we, some of which we have underway, some of which we uh, thought about with Joe and, and certainly with our uh, development teams here. Uh, but, you know, you're thinking about things like, uh, you know, uh, temperature-based issues, heat stress, cold stress, um, talking about slips and falls, talking about, uh, you know, ergonomic-related issues. Those are um, and, and many, many more. There's also gas detection, which is not a space that we're involved with, but many other people in the safety, you know, arena are. Mm-hmm. Um, there's, there's all kinds of hazardous, hazardous situations out there uh, that present themselves. And, and we think many, many of those, if not all of them, uh, have some sort of specific uh, risk-based reduction uh, plug-in that could be developed to address that, but all based on, all put on to the Corvex platform. It's certainly not limited to, you know, mm-hmm. traditional safety equipment function. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, to your question, uh, environmental monitoring and uh, and response to that in the future, potentially health monitoring. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I think once you understand the potential and the value of of connecting to that worker, the sky's the limit, really. That's great. So. Uh... Like, like we've been talking about here, uh, safety technology certainly has come a long way over a very short period of time. So, so what's next? How do you guys see connected safety evolving in the next, say, five to ten years? Well, I think, uh, as Tom said earlier, it's early days. Huh? Mm-hmm. We're, we're at the very beginning of what I believe is going to be a sea change in the way that safety works, that uh, industrial health works. Mm-hmm. And beyond that, the, the way that the, the worker is connected to their coworkers and, and their, their teams. So for me, you know, you'll see, uh, you'll see this evolve from implementation of sort of these basic cloud-based and IoT platforms to the delivery of some really exciting functionality in uh, products, some that will look familiar and some that won't. Uh, mm-hmm. The integration of big data practices and predictive modeling into the data that's collected on these platforms. Um, and eventually, uh, you know, five, 10 years down the road, the application of some artificial intelligence and uh, really advanced approaches to, to ensuring that people are safe. Hmm. Uh, I'll just add a couple of comments on top of that because Joe says it very, very well and has even, uh, he has a much better view of, of uh, I think, the, 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 the trends in IoT and, and beyond than I certainly do. At least from, from an Ergonite perspective, like I said previously, I think, I think we're getting busy uh, building out uh, a, a suite of uh, smart PPE solutions uh, that, uh, or plugins that uh, work on the uh, Corvex platform. And so, um, you know, five or 10 years from now, I don't really have a view of that, but certainly in the next two to five, I think that's where a lot of our focus is going to be. Wow. 
Well, this is all some really, really exciting stuff, guys. Now, before we sign off, where can our listeners go to learn more about Connected Safety and what we've been talking about here today? Excellent. Well, for, first of all, Justin, thanks for uh, thanks for having me. It's been enjoyable and uh, absolutely really exciting space. And I like to I like to share our vision. Uh, to learn more about what we're doing, you can visit our website, which is www.corvexsafety.com. C-O-R-V-E-X safety.com. Get a hold of us. Happy to answer any questions and show you what we're doing. Uh, again, uh, Justin, thanks again for having us. Uh, good conversation, and I think an important conversation. Absolutely. From the Ergodine side, uh, you can get more information on connected safety at ergodine.com slash blog and subscribe for all the latest uh, information on smart PP and connected safety. Wonderful. Well, great. Thanks again, Joe and Tom, for uh, joining us today on EHS on Tap. Our pleasure. Have You're a welcome. great afternoon. All right. You too. And listeners, please be sure to stay tuned to EHS on Tap and keep reading the EHS Daily Advisor to stay on top of your safety and environmental compliance obligations, get the latest and best practices, and keep your finger on the pulse of all things related to the EHS industry. Thanks for listening. Until next time, this is Justin Scase for EHS on Tap.